0: Welcome back to Love Curvy Yoga. We are happy to be here with you today, and we are going to get right into our practice notes.
1: Yes, sounds good. So my practice notes for the week um, are that forward folds are everything. <laughs> um, maybe not to you, but to me. <laughs> so I don't know why, but if you're not a if you don't practice forward folds, or you're just not familiar with them, I would encourage you to try them. Um, I frequently find myself standing in my kitchen while I'm making dinner when we eat at home, um, (laughs) in other random places feeling like I just need a forward fold. So I was making dinner last night and was in the kitchen in a forward fold. And I was just like, I don't know why this is my happy place, but it is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And celebration
1: that you made that dinner.
0: I did. (laughs) So my practice notes are that restorative class is good. So I already knew that obviously, but I went to a restorative class the other day and I was like, Oh my gosh, I forgot how amazing this is. And y'all Liz is famous in YTT for her restoratives, restoratives with Liz. Um,
1: we're,
0: all, we're All about the restoratives over here. And I got a good reminder of
1: that. I love it. Yeah. I, am bad. I've, as I've gotten older or maybe it's just cause I've practiced more, I've started to like restoratives more in the beginning. I didn't like it, mm. um, but I still, I mean, obviously my practice has shifted a lot over the eight years and like the purpose for coming to yoga is very different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in the beginning I didn't like it. So if you used to not like restorative, you should definitely try it again. Yeah.
0: That's a good advice. It's probably good advice for everything
1: in yoga like <laughs> or life. That's true.
0: and see if things
1: have changed. (laughs) Yes.
0: Okay, so we're going to move into our main segment. So in a recent episode, we kind of, it came up the topic of taking up space. And Liz, I know you mentioned, oh, we should do a whole episode about that. So yeah, that's what we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) So I wanted to just start off talking about how this shows up in really every part of life, kind of yeah. like you're we trying, you know, initially I was thinking about it physically, like being comfortable taking up space, you know, in a chair or wherever you are in a room. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, oh my gosh, there's so much to this taking yeah. up space, you know, speaking up when you have something to say, yeah. uh, emotionally taking up space. So if letting yourself feel your feelings, but also sharing feelings with others when that is appropriate. Um, And by appropriate, I mean for you, not for others, but (laughs) more like when you feel comfortable. Um, Taking up, like letting yourself wear the clothes that actually fit your body rather than trying to go by a certain number on a tag or whatever. So there's just so many different ways that this shows up. And I think it's a huge part of, body neutrality. So just kind of being with your body as well as body acceptance and even love, which is, I don't know. In some ways it's just like letting yourself be who you are, um, how your body is and not feeling like you have to apologize or shrink or otherwise make other people's needs um, more important than your own. Right. That's good. So I thought we could start off thinking about this in terms of yoga. So definitely clothing, like I just mentioned, is a big part of this. And thankfully, as we've talked about, there's so many more options today than there used to be. Um, Now, certainly we could still have more, but (laughs) we're moving in a good direction. Yeah. Um, Some other things, other ways in yoga to take up space are with your mat so there are mats that are wide long or wide and long <laughs> um and sometimes I so I have one that's wide it I, it's a little long but for me you know I'm short I don't really need it <laughs> long um but sometimes I feel a little awkward rolling it out when other people have much smaller mats but I whatever. (laughs) I want this
1: space. I don't want to be crowded. Yeah,
0: that I need, Um,
1: and it feels really good to just have that big old mat out there. (laughs) Also, I have a wide and long mat. And to be honest, I'm not that tall. I'm like five seven, five seven and a half on a good day. (laughs) And uh, even a regular size mat does not feel long enough to me. Uh, mm -hmm. so even just if I'm laying down or whatever. So yes, I love the wide and long mats. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. It just feels good to feel like, oh, I can just like put my arms by my sides, extend my legs, and just feel comfortable and not part of my body on concrete or whatever. (laughs) Uh, Another part I was thinking about is using props and asking for what you need. And so those things might be related or they might be separate. Uh, But sometimes you are in a yoga class and it feels like, ooh, nobody else has any props out. Is it okay for me to get some? Or I don't see any, can I ask for them? And same thing for if you have a particular need that you'd like to talk with the teacher about either before or after class or during class. Um, sometimes it can feel easier to just, um, I don't know, quote unquote, make it work. But then I feel like that contributes to feeling like you didn't have a good experience. Yes. Yeah. So a lot of times it's like, oh, well, you know, I figured it out. It was sort of okay, but I didn't really like it that much. I'm not going to go back. Right. And it's entirely possible that class is not for you and you don't want to go back, which is fine. But- right. There might be ways where if you had a little more support, then it might be something that you were able to enjoy a little bit more.
1: Yes. And if like, I can't remember which yoga teacher I was talking about, it may have been on the pot or talking to, it may have been on the podcast, but she was, she mentioned something about part of her growth as a human being is that she's realized that she doesn't have to go back to classes that she doesn't like. Yeah like she had to. (laughs) Um, but yeah, sometimes like that discomfort in a class could be solved if you felt comfortable just asking for what you needed and knew how to utilize those things. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of times, unfortunately things like props are just like,
1: okay, here's a block, go to
0: town. And you're like, I don't know this.
1: this. Right. Yeah.
0: Okay. So what are some of yours?
1: So we've already talked about this a little bit, but we can talk about it a little bit more. I think that one way that this has shown up for me is in allowing myself to buy clothes that fit regardless of what the tag says. So for a lot of years I had a number in my head and if something I <laughs> one, I would buy an article of clothing with that number or that letter on the tag and wear it regardless of whether it fit or not. So I would just be uncomfortable, right? So like part of allowing yourself to take up space is allowing yourself comfortable. And, um, I don't know when I came to my senses and stopped doing that, but you know, if I can buy the same jeans or whatever, I like those jeans or I can buy them. I just have to like buy them in a bigger size and it's okay. Um, you know, I think it's important to kind of like erase those numbers from your head, um, and allow yourself to wear what fits you, what makes you feel comfortable, what you feel good in, what makes you feel most like yourself. And I think the other part of this is, um, wearing whatever you feel like you want to wear, regardless of what the rules say. So, oh, yeah. you know, as big girls, we're not supposed to wear, wear like horizontal stripes or we shouldn't wear, I'm like totally into oversized clothes right now. And so you know, everyone and their mother would say, well, you shouldn't wear oversized clothes. It's not flattering for you. Well, I don't care <laughs> if it's <laughs> or not, I like the look. I'm here for the look. Yeah. So.
0: And you get to decide what's flattering.
1: Yes, you can decide what's flattering on you. You can decide like what makes you feel most at home and most comfortable in your body. Yeah. And so I think, you know, all of that is a huge part of um, the evolution of us and <laughs> and allowing yourself to kind of yeah take up space.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure if I have any clothes left that really don't fit my body and yeah. it feels so good. Like yes. literally it's so much more comfortable. <laughs>
1: yes. Because if they're there, you're going to wear them. <laughs> you're just gonna, yeah. It's just miserable and you're tugging on your clothes. And I feel like you're more, you know, depending on, you know, kind of where you're at in your life. I know I could say that there was a time that it made me more conscious of the insecurities that I had about my own body when I was wearing clothes that didn't fit me well.
0: Exactly. I was just about to say the same thing. Yes. I mean, it's just true. <laughs> I mean, so there are times where I was like, oh, I should be X size or whatever. Right. So I'm going to wear this size pants. But they don't fit and they're super uncomfortable. So, all it does all day is make me think about how much I like and what I'm not liking about my body. It just Right, makes exactly. Yeah. Worse than if you actually wear clothes that fit and then you don't have to think about it and you're
1: just like, oh, I just feel comfortable. That was an easy solution. What a concept. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast over again. Oh my gosh. yeah.
0: Um, So another one that I have is restaurants, I guess, primarily restaurants, but any other places asking for the kind of seating that works for you Um, for a long time. You know, somebody would bring me over to a tiny little booth and I would be like, okay. And just try to like smash myself into it and be so uncomfortable. And again, then the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm just like, oh, I'm not fitting comfortably. This is terrible. What's the other person thinking? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And now I'm just like, oh, can we have a table? Like, that's it. <laughs> can get a table? And you feel great. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. But you know, it's those ways that we feel like, oh, I don't want to like bother anyone or be a problem. Yeah. And then you realize, <laughs> oh, asking for a table took two seconds and it was fine and they had a table and no problem.
1: Right. Yeah. And no one thought twice about it. Right. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm
0: Mhm. I just feel like all seating should be tables, but that's another
1: (laughs) (laughs) for another day. That's hilarious. (laughs) Anna just revolutionized the whole restaurant industry. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Okay, so my next one—it's not—it's a little like it's not abstract, but it's a little different. But I think that one way that you can let yourself take up space is to look for healthcare providers who are like maybe into health at every size or just have like a different approach on healthcare that you don't have to settle for however you kind of choose to, ha- whatever your personal approach to healthcare is, whether you go to doctors or nurses or midwives or whatever, um, that you don't have to settle for providers who are unsupportive of you because of your size. And so this wasn't really something that, I mean, I, we talked about it a little bit when you first got pregnant with Hazel, I feel like. Um, mm-hmm. I had, we take a pretty like natural appro- approach to healthcare, but um, the most that I've like seen anyone has been when I was pregnant with the kids and I had midwives both times with both of them. And For the most part, they were extremely supportive, um, but I was with the Vanderbilt midwives, and so they would occasionally have um, a nurse, like a student who was at Vanderbilt becoming a midwife. And so only one time during both of my pregnancies did anyone say anything to me about my weight, and it happened to be a nursing student, um, Mm -hmm. never one of my midwives, Um, but the way that I felt in that moment when I was seven months pregnant, by the way, (laughs) I was just kind of like, this is like, it was really, it was very uncomfortable. Um, and I know that there are people that just kind of like deal with that from their healthcare providers because they feel like that's just all that exists and that's what they have to deal with. Um, and that's just not true. And so, I know like health at every size came up in our last yoga teacher training and the majority of the people in the room hadn't even heard of it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think like that's one way that you can let yourself, you know, take up space in the world is make sure that you are finding, uh, you don't just have to deal with an unsupportive healthcare system, that there are people that have a different approach and different ideas about how the body works and what health is and all that good stuff.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. This is something we could do again, a whole other podcast on. But one of the biggest things that has changed in my life is when I realized I could fire doctors and that you're not yes. them for life. Yes. <laughs> I've never been like called them up and been like, you're fired. But plenty of times I've not gone back and found a different doctor. Yes. That's really good because it's just not okay. And now when I go to a new doctor, I have this like whole treatise that I write on my intake form about how I don't want to talk about my weight and all this other yeah. stuff. So I just let them know upfront and I treat any first appointment with a doctor, like an interview in the sense of I go in like, I'm just going to see if I like connect with this doctor. And if I don't, oh, well, and yeah. I disregard anything that they say and find somebody who is a better fit. And listen, I know how hard that can be because I was there for so long and still feel kind of nervous or uncomfortable having those conversations or trying out a new doctor. Um, But it truly, and I'm not being hyperbolic, but truly can be life or death if you have someone who is willing to actually look at your health issues and not just your size. Right. That's really good. It's worth it finding that Person who you can kind of build a relationship with and who you have trust with.
1: Yeah, I like it.
0: Okay, well, now I feel like I'm really switching from something important to something.
1: Still important, but that's how I feel every time we do something and you give some like great deep podcast or book to read. And I'm like, I like lip gloss.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're in the balance. It's
1: wonderful. It is
0: wonderful. <laughs> so this is also actually very important. So one thing is flying and it feels so hard to take up space on airplanes. Airplanes are the worst. I feel like nobody is comfortable yeah. on plane. Like just it's uncomfortable in basically every way. Yeah. Um, but something that I wanted to share that I learned several years ago is that if you're flying Southwest has a customer of size policy and I can't go into all the details because I don't know them all, but essentially you can get a second seat and then they will reimburse you after the flight for that second seat. That's cool. So it's, you know, you have to have the money up front, I believe, unless you go and they happen to have an extra seat. Um, But don't like look up the policy yourself, but essentially there are some options and there's some good resources too. So I know there's a Facebook group called flying while fat. Okay. So if you're looking into those resources, definitely check that out. There's lots of good support. Um, Because traveling is another place where, you know, it's important to be as comfortable as possible, knowing that probably everyone is uncomfortable in some way.
1: That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll just
0: share a related one, sort of, only related in the sense of chairs and tables, which is apparently my theme of the day, (laughs) which is that if you are buying chairs for an organization, just go with an armless chair. Right. And one has to feel awkward. Like they're not, they're not sure if they're going to be able to fit into the chair. If there aren't arms, there's not an issue with that. Yeah. Now there could be an issue if the chair looks very flimsy or is very flimsy, you know, obviously that's not great either, but, um, there's more armless chair options than you might think based on the chairs that we see in this world. So yeah. <laughs> that's so true. So if y'all have other ways that you think about taking up space, um, some of the things we talked about earlier too, like setting boundaries or speaking up or for a raise or whatever the case, um, let us know. We would love to hear that. Okay. So we're going to shift into our curvy collab and here's my resource for you. It's a door frame. (laughs) I haven't done this in a long time until recently, and I forgot how good it feels yeah. to stretch your shoulders and your chest in a door frame. It's yeah. amazing. You're right. And I mean, pretty much every space has at least one door frame. <laughs> so, hot tip that's your resource. Use your door frame. And yep. I'm going to share some share a video of me doing a few little stretches in my own door frame on the day that this comes out on Instagram. So you can go I check it out. I love it. Yeah. Instagram. We're at Curvy Yoga.
1: Yes. I also love, I love, I've done some like work in the past where you kind of have to like be a little bit hunched over
0: mm-hmm. and everybody
1: would stop every once in a while and like utilize the door frame. It's so great. Yeah. I love it. Okay, so let's talk about our gratitude for the week. My (laughs) gratitude for the week is teenage boys, (laughs) not just the one that lives in my house, Um, but I get to do some really fun things just in the neighborhood that we live in, and one of those things is that um, I bring snacks and food to one of our local high school's football teams in the summer. Uh, when the boys are practicing every single day. And um, you've never seen high school boys more full of joy than when you're bringing them food. And so (laughs) yesterday, there's about 40 of them on the team. I need about the help of about three of them to like unload the food from the car. Like yesterday I pulled up and I was mobbed by the entire team wanting to help Now, mind you, they're wanting to help because there's food in it for them. I get that. (laughs) But (laughs) But it was just really, I think sometimes we have like a really skewed idea of teenagers in our society and they don't always get, you know, the most positive attention, but they're always so thankful to help. They're always so grateful Um, and those are things that I don't even need from people. Like those things don't do a whole lot for me, but it's just, it's really nice. So when the car was mobbed yesterday with smiling teenage boys who were just excited to see Gatorade, I was like, you guys are the best that you're finding so much joy in just a Gatorade.
0: (laughs) Sweet. I love that.
1: Yeah. Uh, my gratitude is
0: friends and family who come to visit. So the next couple of weeks, I have some different people coming into town, and I'm really excited about it. So they're yeah. making the trip across the country, and it's fun to get to show them Portland, um, the people who are coming haven't been before, and just to get to
1: hang out. So I'm looking forward to it, and I'm grateful. I love it. That's fun. All right. We One deep breath together to close. Inhale. And exhale. The light in me honors the light in you. Namaste.